This is Marriage to the Max, episode number 27. Welcome to Hi. Marriage to the Max. I'm your host, Kelly Hurst. Hi. And you are? <laughs> I'm Brett Hurst. <laughs> We're marriage educators and co-founders of Home Encouragement, and this podcast is designed to help you take your marriage to the next level. Our hope is very simple, to encourage you in your marriage relationship, because we believe that healthy marriage should be a front burner conversation, and so we are here to help that happen. Are you sure we can make that happen today? Well, I don't know, but we're going to have a little fun today. Right. Are you ready? Yep, yep, yep. Do you have lots of caffeine coursing through your veins? No. Okay. Just well, water. Some water. That's mm-hmm. good enough. Well, today we're going to have a little fun by chatting about one of our very favorite TV shows. One of your very favorite TV shows. The Bachelor. <laughs> da da. And when I say favorite, I sort of use that term loosely. Um, so today's episode is entitled Deep Thoughts from The Bachelor. It's kind of an oxymoron, isn't it? <laughs> totally. <laughs> So, I, and I'm totally curious as to how many listeners we just lost there by mentioning go. that show. Goodbye. But in case you're considering turning this episode off, please reconsider. You might actually get something out of this conversation after all. You know, I seriously doubt it. Go ahead and turn it off. <laughs> okay, so here's the reason why we thought it would be kind of fun to do an episode on The Bachelor. When a television series has been on the air for 10 years. Frightening. Believe it or not, it's been on for 10 years. 10 years. And yet has the lowest success rate of achieving what the series was designed to do, which is to get couples to meet, date, and marry, one has to ask the question, why is the show still on the air, and why do we still watch it and are fascinated by it? At least that's what the producers say is the purpose of the show. Indeed. You and I know that's not the purpose of well, the show. Well, we can still have fun watching it. Um, okay, so a little background. We started watching this show what, maybe, I don't know, f- three or four seasons ago, I bet. I will not admit or confess <laughs> anything. And the only reason we, believe it or not, we started watching it because we were teaching married life prep class, you no, know, to engage true. couples. And we were even doing some dating classes. And we were like, well, you know, this is a no-brainer. We should watch this show and, like, figure out. See what culture Yeah, all just kind of see what it what's going on. Yeah, and yeah. so, um, and I think, like, our daughter had seen a couple of seasons at that point. And so, um, somehow, we have started and you know we even DVR it <laughs> which is so embarrassing to admit I have no such knowledge <laughs> and um that's it, our kids have long since passed up on oh, this yeah. I mean our son never would watch oh, that yeah. show our but kids are far more mature than we far are far more mature and so they just are cringe at the idea that we even watch this show but I mean Here's some statistics about The Bachelor, which oh, I thought was interesting. Please enlighten me. Okay. First of all, 7 million viewers tune in weekly to watch this show. 7 million, of which we are two. That's a horrendous thought. I know. I mean, I knew it was a big show, but I didn't know that. And you're one of them. 
<laughs> yeah, you're you're a big talker, <laughs> acting like you don't sit on the sofa and watch this show with me. Yeah. The show has had 16 seasons of The Bachelor and eight seasons of The Bachelorette at the time of this recording. And so out of 24 potential couples, you know, 24 seasons altogether, uh-huh. there are only three couples that are still together. And that includes a couple that just married like two months ago. There's that many? <laughs> and so that is a 12.5% success rate. And yeah. yet we keep watching. Yeah, that's not a very good track record. Yeah. So the producers of the show apparently defend the statistics by saying that the bachelor breakups match real life dating statistics. Yeah. But most people don't end their engagements just after a couple of months, so I'm not sure that exactly matches. Some do, but most don't. So why do you think we watch the show? I, I, not I, I, we I w- as in the Hearsts. I mean, why do you think America still tunes in? I don't know, but I'm glad that The Bachelor exists, if not for the fact that it's kept the hot tub and the helicopter industries both alive. <laughs> but up bump That's right. <laughs> So why do you think everyone watches it still? Well, you like to say that one of the attractive things about it is we're all hopeless romantics and we can't resist the idea of the love journey complete with fantasy dates and yes. lush tropical tropical locations. <laughs> so, And I think that's true. I mean, I think deep down a lot of people do really kind of root for you know, the right person to find the right person at the end of the season and all of that. But I think the longer I watch it, I actually think it's more like a train wreck that you just can't take your eyes off of. And that's why we keep watching. Hmm. So what do you think in the world of, in the real world, not in the world of reality television, but in the real world, why do you think this system doesn't work? Why do you think the Bachelor idea, the system doesn't Why do you think it doesn't work? I'm asking you. (laughs) Well, it's not real, believe it or not. (laughs) Which Uh, is interesting because it's called a reality show. Okay. (laughs) It's all fantasy. Yeah. Do you remember when we were watching it one season and our son, who was in high school at the time, kind of walks through and he kind of stops and looks at the screen and it's some lush tropical location and he just kind of goes... Who wouldn't fall in love in that setting? Like, I mean, that's a no-brainer. No You're not in any kind of real place or not. They should have the setting be like an office or, you know, just some mundane place and just host it where there's like nothing Like a daycare fancy. with screaming children. Yeah, a daycare with screaming children to kind of get you in the mood for what life will really be like and taking care of children and not a never-ending vacation in these beautiful locales where you never have to lift a finger and everything's done for you and you know the the uh the private island experiences those those are always some of my favorite scenes where they drop them off on some little private island and Mm -hmm. then one of them says we're all alone on this island you know they're all alone except for three cameramen you know a lighting guy sound guy with a boom mic that's hanging right over their heads uh, a hairstylist a makeup person (laughs) i know not quite uh it's not my definition of alone (laughs) well i think another reason why this system doesn't work is that we're not designed to dole out our hearts to several people simultaneously Probably not a good idea. Would you agree? I mean, in the real world, if you saw the guy that you're dating making out with another girl, I mean, that's a deal breaker. No, it's done. But on this show, people are just supposed to turn off that part of their brain 
And you oh know, well, he's just making out with her for yeah, now till for I now, get my turn. Till, yeah, and uh, this is an interesting side note. As I was skimming some of the blogs oh. out there, which I would never have done except for preparation for this episode. Mm-hmm. But I uh, that actually turns out to be one of the reasons that these couples end up breaking up is because they finish the season and then they watch it air on television and they see that this person they were telling you know, that they were the greatest thing in the world is telling the same exact thing to some other girl or some other guy. And I don't think we were designed to be able to watch that play out. And so you mean they're seeing the real side of the bachelor or the bachelorette after they had had some kind of image of who they were supposed. How many seasons did you say this has been on? Well, uh, Eight, 16 of The Bachelor and eight of The Bachelorettes. So. Okay, and these contestants have never seen any of the prior seasons where <laughs> this plays out exactly the same way every time? <laughs> well, according to the blogs, that is uh, one of the issues of, that causes the breakup. So, um, And then also I think another reason why it doesn't work is that the dates force intimacy when friendship has not even been established. What so, kind of what kind of intimacy? Well, I mean, obviously physical intimacy, but it's so weird because you see these, you know, they'll be sitting at a cocktail party and she'll come and sit next to him and she's like in his lap and she's and they're kissing. I'm like, they have not even had a conversation yet, just mm-hmm. the two of them, and all of a sudden they're in this, you know, steamy relationship. It's just so But there off. are some people that date that way, you know. I guess so, but I mean, I don't know. I think that's I think that's another reason why it doesn't work. I, I like when, like, let's say after three episodes, so three weeks of our time, I don't know if it's three weeks of their time, but mm-hmm. how The Bachelor will say, you know, it's the, the numbers are starting to dwindle down from, what is it, 25 to yeah. now we're down to 15. And he's commenting on one particular girl on episode three of that season. And uh-huh. he says, you know, I really, I know this girl really well. <laughs> You go, uh, I've seen y'all have no conversations at all. Well, and even if they're having a lot of off-camera conversation, I mean, really, how long have they known each other? You don't know anybody I know. well after even an entire filming season of what it would take to produce The Bachelor. Exactly. I'm sorry, don't get me ranting. No, we're going to rant after the break. But for now, you're listening to Marriage to the Max.
Welcome back to Marriage to the Max. I want to say that if you are in the greater Houston area, we want you to know that we host a monthly date night called Dinner and a Marriage, and we would love to have you join us. It's awesome. Visit our website at homeencouragement.org to find out more details. Well, we're continuing our conversation about deep thoughts from The Bachelor. A very short episode. And we've laid out a few ideas about why this type of system doesn't seem to work or the success rate is not showing it. And now we want to lay out our personal pet peeves about the show. Oh, well, lay it on me. Well, uh, for one thing, why does Chris Harrison come out just before the last rose is given and say, ladies... The final rose. <laughs> I mean, did we not take first grade math? Can we not see plainly that there is one rose sitting there? I mean, I could see where they could, had to do that like season one. Okay, yeah, they've got to, to establish explain the premise yeah, of the how, show. The, how the ceremony works. But I mean, I guess this is why he gets paid the big bucks. Well, you know, actually, this is my favorite thing of the, of the show because I lose track. You, you do? Yeah, really? I lose you track of the number of... one left? So this is very helpful for me. Well, that's... You know, that there's only one left and three girls standing there. And yeah, that's very telling. So I'm grateful for Chris and his <laughs> um, mathematical insight. <laughs> well, what are some of our common, our favorite common phrases that seem to be oh, said, yeah. not only every episode, but multiple times every episode? There's too many to list, but uh, I, I love when The Bachelor, let's say, says... I can see myself with her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or uh, my favorite is, I think I'm falling for him. Yeah, that one. That one's said like multiple, multiple times, times yeah. each episode. What about um, just, oh my gosh, this is amazing. <laughs> I would do it in my imitation voice, but I won't uh, offend people by doing that. Uh, the one I've noticed recently is, let's say it's week two. I definitely think my wife is here. Week three. <laughs> I definitely think my wife is here. Week four. I'm starting to question if my wife really is here. <laughs> I think we, I see my wife in this room. Yeah, next week. I definitely think my wife is here. So it's, it's some kind of hallucination thing that's going on. Yeah. But. Another thing I really hate is when they, when the bachelor and the and one of the girls sits together like at the cocktail party or whatever, and they'll go, how are you? I'm good. You're not good. Like you just got through saying this has been the worst week. It's the most emotional thing you've gone through. Yeah, and gotta, that's just such a buzz thing. Got to like, buck up. How are up. you? I'm good. No, you're not. What about I've never been in a helicopter? Well. Eek. <laughs> <laughs> that is like, I mean, that that really makes me want to ask the question, have you never watched the show? Every single episode, there's a helicopter date, and people are like, I've never been in a helicopter. But have you ever been in a helicopter? I have. You have? Mm-hmm. It's been years and years ago, but I have. Really? Yeah. 25 and a half years of marriage, I didn't know you'd ever Man, been in a helicopter. Real marriage being played out right here on this episode. Well, we'll have to debrief about um, that. Later. I'm so excited. This is such a great place to fall in love. It is a great place. That's another phrase that really just gets under me. Yeah. Any any Caribbean uh, locale is probably a good place to fall in love. Another pet peeve I have is grown women who talk like they're six years old. You mean like, like, like? <laughs> I know. Like? We sh- there should be a blog who. Who counts that? Who has a running total of the like, word like? Like a meter. <laughs> but it's the little girl talk that just makes me want to go, come on, you're 30. <laughs> talk like you are 30 years old. That's so gross. Uh, what about grown women who cry because they actually thought this was the one Aww. and they've had two conversations with this person? But they thought he was the one. Yeah. Crying in the spinster mobile. The on spinster the way back limo, home. yes. Yeah. Right. Uh, 
Another pet peeve I have is any date that includes bungee jumping, rock climbing, or skyscraper free falling, and then using lame phrases like, relationships are all about (laughs) facing your fears together. Jumping off a building. Yeah. I mean, you're probably not the greatest expert of relationships or you wouldn't be on this show. So really Mm. don't throw phrases out like that. Harshness. Oh, goodness. Um, What about forced slow dances in the middle of a crowd while a D-list country (laughs) artist serenades them? If I see that play out one more time, I'm going to pull my hair out. And then your favorite. It's not awkward or anything. (laughs) Yeah, I just love the helicopters and the number of hot tubs and Mm -hmm. then the pork chop. <laughs> and what is the pork chop, Brett? It's when the bachelor starts kissing the girl du jour. And, and you see the tongue, they which just please. Keep, they keep the camera on too long till here comes the pork chop. And I just I just don't want to see it. I just don't. I get disgusted. I just think it's hilarious that you've dubbed it the pork chop. Well, well one of the keep fun- your tongue to yourself, oh, buddy. One of the reasons we actually still watch it is because of a hilarious blog, and I just want to give a plug for a blogger named Therese O'Dell, who blogs for uh, the Houston Chronicle. And she posts a blog uh, the morning after every episode, and it is absolutely hysterical. That's awesome. She sums up the whole episode with just great, great uh uh, lines that make us laugh, and so that keeps us watching also. Okay, so I got a question for you. Um, what surprises you the most when you watch The Bachelor or The Bachelorette? Because you've seen a few seasons of this now. What what surprises you in, in your... I think I'm really surprised by how early in the game some of these girls or guys, I guess sometimes too, can feel like you know, they've actually gotten attached to this person mm-hmm. that they really haven't spent very much time with at all. Mm-hmm. But then you and I, like, we'll watch it, and we've kind of figured out now that when they're in the spinster mobile, you know, leaving the whatever, uh, that the camera just stays on them long enough to where they're just so uncomfortable that they just start weeping. Right. <laughs> so it's probably not even about the fact that they thought this was the one for them. Right. I, I think I get surprised when it's down to the last two or three weeks. So you're, you're these little groups getting smaller and smaller. And then when, let's say, girls get sent home, you know, I'm surprised at myself mm-hmm. that I really start feeling sorry for some of these girls. Really? Um, I do, you know, for them getting rejected because by then they've put at least some emotional investment into all this. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, well, you have a very soft heart, and that's well, why you're a pastor and I'm not. Yeah. Now, our engineer Zach, who's got inside scoop on all of this stuff, <laughs> says you know the whole thing's a sham and it's <laughs> it's like professional wrestling or something. And I apologize to both industries if I'm being inaccurate here, but I just can't for a moment believe that this isn't true reality because it looks like true reality to me. (laughs) Well, you do just have a soft heart there and a soft little brain if you think (laughs) this is reality. Sadly, in the end, you and I are just like all of the huddled masses (laughs) masses out there who tune in every season and get repulsed by this silly show. And what is the moral of the story of this episode? I have no idea. We just thought it would be fun. The moral of the story is Americans have too much time on their hands. Yeah, and if either of my children ever said they wanted to go on The Bachelor, 
Oh my gosh. We would intervene. Absolutely. Even have a major adults. intervention. Well, even after this episode, if you would like to contact us, you can find us at We hope you'll come back. <laughs> marriage to the max.org. You can also check out homeencouragement.org or you can email us at thehursts at homeencouragement.org. We also hope you will follow us on Facebook and Twitter. And we and would Twitter. love it if you would rate this podcast on iTunes. This will help us to build our audience which will allow us to encourage more couples. And that's a good thing. But not about The Bachelor. So until next time, remember, healthy marriage, healthy world. God bless y'all.